And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with a Drunk. Red Baron here, joined by Mark. Sheen. And only Mark. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get the chance to do the washable thing. Nope. Um, Cut you off. Yeah, hey. No problem. Um, yeah, it's us. Uh, Riddler may join us. Uh, Souls is at the Phillies Yankees game. And uh, Massey has, uh, I believe he calls it asbestos tooth. Is that what he said? <laughs> Uh, yeah, an abscess in his tooth. I, I just it sounds just awful. Whatever it is, it it is bad. Been through that. The only time I've ever I've like heard that together was like when you have your uh, like your wisdom teeth out. That's so. Well, that it can happen then. Um, with mine, it was just I had a tooth that died. Oh, so like, yeah, pretty much. So like, bacteria gets into the root. Starts kind of getting at it, and there you go. No, is that is that and, uh, similar to a root, like getting a root canal? Is that like the same? So that, that's what I had to have. I had to have a root canal. Um, but you know, it fucking hurts a lot. <laughs> Pretty much to where, like, you know, you're you're just kind of asking the guy, like, hey, what if you take them all out? <laughs> it was horror. I mean, that that was truly awful. Um. It was funny when I went for the root canal because anyone yet usually like, oh my god, it fucking hurts. So I remember going, and I was like, oh, this is gonna suck so bad. Like, I don't want to fucking do this. And I'm sitting in the dentist chair, and he's like, all right, we're about to start. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm gonna start fucking doing my thing. And I'm like, well, no one's given me Novocaine yet, so what are you talking about? <laughs> and he looks at the X-ray, and he looks back at me and goes, Nah, you'll be all right. What? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> and he's like, listen, if you feel any pain, I won't charge you for it. I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> I mean, is this kind of like a real dentist? Like, I mean, is yeah, it... <laughs> yeah. It, it, he said, he's like, the tooth is so, he's like, there's no nerve left. He's <laughs> like, so there's nothing there to feel feelings. He's like, so you're not going to feel, he goes, the only thing you're going to feel is when I pop the abscess. He's like, you'll feel like the pressure release. He's like, but other than that, you're not going to feel anything. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm getting this shit for fucking free, though. Like, <laughs> dude, like, fuck that. And and really, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> really? So like, it was fairly accurate, what he said. He, he was dead on. Huh. Granted, I mean, my own mental state, I would have preferred to have it because the whole time I was, like, waiting for it to hurt. Yeah, I mean, like, regardless of, like, what he's saying, I just feel like to cover their own ass, why would they not just, like, do that? I, I, I... It was just funny. He's like, yeah, you don't need it. I was like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, eventually you go to, the, like, for heart surgery. Like, you know what? We're going to take a pass on this one. Yeah. You're going to be awake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to give you a wet paper towel to, to suck on. I love that scene in Family Guy when he's like, all right, all right, cut the blue one. What happened? What happened? Did it kill me? <laughs> I was afraid of that. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. No, we'll figure this out. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, it, it's us. Um, 
Are you, are you drinking anything tonight? I uh, I just polished off my first Guinness, and Ooh. we're about to get into the next one. Oh, there we go. I'm making my way through some pretty old beer. Um, <laughs> as usual. As usual. Uh, so I, I I took a sip. I cracked open the, the Coors Light from 2019. It was bad. It, it was for sure bad. So I, I've mixed it with uh, some of the Bloody Mary mix. I'm trying to you know make my way through it. So um, you mixed a bad beer with Bloody Mary mix? Yeah, I, I thought. You, listen, you really have a problem. I thought that'd be it'd be pretty good. And it's all right. You I, I have think an I, issue. I, I need Just more. Just learn bo- to throw things out. I need more Bloody Mary mix. Just I, learn to throw things out. I got some uh, some less old Coronas that I'm going to move on to next. What I think I'm going to do, that? I, I got I to purpose the beer somehow. I can't let it go. I don't have to necessarily drink it, but I can't let it go to waste. So I'm, I'm trying to research things to do. Beer can chicken. But here's a problem. Just start, just start making chickens. Yeah, I say I got to. There's like 15 that's that's 15 chickens. So we have a chicken cook-off. <laughs> well, I was thinking that it, it's definitely not the right style beer for it. But like if you were to do brats and boil them in beer beforehand, would that be effective or it's not it would just be a waste of my time. I think it's a pretty good way to get rid of that beer. But like would it would the brat like maintain any of the flavor or would it like add Probably. anything to it? I, th- I think you'd get some of the, the beer flavor. And so in follow-up, how much of the beer would be required to boil? I'd say use it all. Get it get it over with. Yeah, so like, all right, so hypothetically, if I did, let's say I did 25 brats and then just all the beer, would that, or is that is that too many? I, th- I think you'd be all right because 15 beers, I mean, that that's a good amount of liquid. That's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna do. I just have a, like a big have people over. Have a big brat day. I mean, I was trying to do some research, and I, I did some really funky searches. I'm like, oh, like what if I add this beer to a meatloaf mix? And then I, I mean, I've seen I've seen people take beer. I mean, you could obviously do like beer batters and and whatnot. Um, I tell you, my brother James, like when he's cooking on a flat top grill. <laughs> Make it burn. He'll just like pour beer on it. I I've witnessed this firsthand for your your surprise thirtieth uh, this past year. Yeah, uh, he was he was at the grill, and I'm just watching him just pour beer like recklessly over a hot. And tub. I tell you, <laughs> it comes out awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'm here for it. I was just I, like, I've done a thing. I've done a thing here. I was making smash burgers on the on the Blackstone, and uh, when I went to do the cheese, normally. You know, you kind of steam it, so you put the cheese and then a dome over it and right. kind of spray it with water. I I soaked uh, the whole thing in like a Miller High Life and then covered it. Came that that sounds good. good. Yeah, I'm thinking I I'll just repurpose the, these Coors Light to some type of cooking thing. Listen, you could make like a popsicle. You know, they you take it take it on the road. <laughs> the so Coors Light did that this year. Did you see that? No. They were offering Coors Lightsicles for the, the NCAA tournament. Man, that's awesome. Now, I didn't, like, search for them in, in the stores, but I saw... Oh, I'm going to sound like such an idiot. The the Kind of like the, the voice of the tournament. Uh, is, is Jim it Dick, Nance? No, no. Is it D- Dick Vitale? Is that, is that correct? 
Oh, uh, maybe. I have no idea. I, I'm pretty sure they got it's a sports show and like talking about like this legendary guy, like I'd never even heard of him. Um but he was like endorsing the product. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I'm it's probably a lot like those um what was it? Uh they, they did like um an ice pop with yeah, they've done them. Like, yeah. Twisted D does them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's probably not that much. I mean, Coors Light's a pretty watery beer to begin with. <laughs> Gets the job done, but pretty overall pretty watery. Yeah. Yeah. Got to keep the mountains cold. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of rocky tops. Yeah, I wonder if it gets to a point where the can just gets so old that it just it's blue just because it's like... The colors, the, the silver is faded. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's currently what I'm drinking. I'm going to try to muscle through this one real fast and move on to the, the Corona one. Uh, you, got, you have a toast of excellence? I do. Um, I don't know if you caught any of this, but my toast is to Adam Wainwright. Um, on opening day, the Cardinals, I forget who they played, but you know, the players are lined up. To, for the national anthem, and then uh, they made an announcement that Adam Wainwright was singing the national anthem, <laughs> and he just ran out of line and went to home plate and like sang, and sang pretty well. But it was just so funny. So I I I did see that happen. I did not see the performance though. Yeah, I I, I watched like the first you know few seconds because it is what it is, <laughs> but uh, it was pretty good. Especially, I mean, you figure for like a guy that's not a fucking singer. I'd like to see more of stuff like that. There's like somebody like random just comes out of the stands, like you know, hey, <laughs> this guy's gonna sing the national anthem. Hey, that's how we got Santino Morello. <laughs> um, mine, mine is kind of like a, a joint toast. I mean, we have like the the obligation because we're like from. You know Connecticut and this, that, and the other. That you know, yeah, UConn's in the, uh, the the championship, which is happening tonight. Actually, it's on. I think right hey. now. Uh, it starts at nine twenty. Oh nine, I, th- I thought eight thirty. I don't know why. Um, it's got a weird time to start. Oh, sorry, it's nine twenty uh, Asia time. <laughs> yeah, nine twenty on CBS. Um. So yeah, but by the time you know the show is you know. Posted and, and, and whatnot, that, that game will be over. By the time people are listening to it, the, the outcome will have been out. But toast to them. And then their opponent, San Diego State, uh, what I had read was they had never been like this far ever. Uh, really? Like, I'm pretty sure they had never played in the Final Four game. I, I, I thought it said even uh, Elite Eight. I, I could have misread that. So this is like the, the, the furthest that the school has ever been in the tournament. So that's kind of a cool moment. You know, win or lose for them. I um, I wanted to take a second look at my bracket, but uh, because I know I had UConn in the final. Yeah, and I can't for the life of me remember who I had them playing. You can't look at. Do you have it on um, the ESPN? I don't have the app. Uh, I have to go and log in, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I I went through it. You know, the day trying to do my bracket, I had to reset my password. Like I was, I was just pissed. Like all, all for this. <laughs> so at this point, like I can never down delete this app again because I don't want to deal with it. And you know, I got to where I was like, let me just I, I could just ask Kyle <laughs> and he'd be all excited about it. So <laughs> Yeah, I just like I wish we just filled it out a paper bracket. It's easier. 
Do it in pencil so you can make changes. Oh, man. But I know I had UConn winning. I, I just don't remember who they were playing. Well, out of There's the, a very good chance I have them playing San Diego State. I mean, that would be so funny. Um, I mean, out of four of us between you, me, Kyle, and Paul, you you did the best. Uh, did I? Yeah, I mean, homie. See if I can quickly. Are you able to pull up my bracket? Yes, I can. Just one moment here. <laughs> As we're here talking about this, you could just do it. I'd like to speculate. That's a, that's a much better use of my time. <laughs> All right, let's see here. So, you are currently right now um, behind Paul in total points. However, you have obviously UConn uh, in the championship, and uh, you in fact have them playing San Diego State. Did I really? <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. You know, I filled out half a college application for them. <laughs> that was real. I did. Didn't finish it. Seems like a cool school. Got to the part where they're like, hey, how did you do on the SATs? Like, Ooh. <laughs> Funny thing is I didn't take them. Yeah. So why don't you screw off? Yeah, we're going to finish this later. <laughs> I wish I just applied to a, a bunch of schools. That'd been, I, I was pretty much, I, I think I applied to two places and was lucky to get into one of them. I filled out part of an application to San Diego State and then another partial app to Michigan. <laughs> you put those two applications together. You You'd know, have the same half done. You just got to find a school in between the two, like right in the middle. And that's where you would have gone. Colorado Tech. <laughs> yeah, Colorado Tech uh, Aquarium Sciences. What is, oh, no. Because where's... Michigan. I'm gonna say I'm kind of between them now because not you know, I'm a, a proud badger. <laughs> you gotta start wearing some more merch. Let people know. I've tried to get it. I just don't want to spend thirty bucks on a shirt. You gotta go to, uh, I guess, like a place like a Models that just lays like a a whore for just anything sports related. You know, it's funny. I I recently. Uh, Went to Boscoff's to check it out. That was the day I randomly run into Kyle at the mall. <laughs> but uh, I was looking because I was like, man, if any place is going to have a random fucking Wisconsin shirt, it's going to be them. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't find it. And then later on, Kyle's like, dude, you didn't look hard enough. He's like, they had white ones. I was like, yeah, that's no good. <laughs> White's not a great color. Yeah, that, that is uh, stained written all over it. It's going to get dirty. Um, yeah, I got to pick up some gear. Yeah, you got to let the people know. You know, rep your school. Like, hey, I go on their website. <laughs> you know, my entire time at Eastern, I think I had like one or two articles of clothing. <laughs> like, it's, uh, I don't know. It's like putting a hat in a hat. Like, I'm already here. I, I mean, could tell you. If I ever, like, went and lived on campus, I would probably own a, like, it, I'd be like the Kyle. <laughs> I would I would have a lot of stuff. A lot of uh, it, it's one of those things like I know it about myself, 
when something like that happens, I go all in. <laughs> so like I, I would have so much and just rep it fucking hard. <laughs> A lot of uh, long sleeve shirts under short sleeve shirts. Yeah. I uh, I got to explain the other day the time when Kyle ran out of underwear and wore wore long johns in like, oh my July. God. Such a great story. I mean, you tell that story to the average guy, and like, like this guy's just a lazy piece. And yeah. and the response is, yeah, you're right. Like, how old is he? Oh, thirty. <laughs> Oh man, when we were at the lunch yesterday, uh his nephews and and uh Paul's daughter were just constantly singing the the fucking Burger King song to him. Oh man. I was like in tears. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Mercer's like, "What is happening?" I was like, "You don't even understand how funny this is." <laughs> He's just getting roasted by people who are not oh, even 10 so years old. Good. Look at him. Whopper, 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 whopper. Cause <laughs> like this is pretty annoying. I'm like, yeah, maybe for you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. I tried to tell the waiter to pull his shirt off while they were singing to him. <laughs> he didn't really go for it. <laughs> it was a uh, Red Robin, right? Red Robin. Yep. Red Robin, yum. And it, w- it was pretty good. You know, well, they got good food there. It just for whatever reason, I have a hard time like believing that could be somebody's favorite restaurant. I don't know why. <laughs> well, of course, it's, you know, Kyle. And for some a- reason, every year on his he's like, I want to go to Red Robin. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, that's it, fine. Like, uh, I think we, we, we agree. Like, it's a good place, but I, I, I don't know. Like, if I had the opportunity to go just about anywhere, I just don't see myself picking Red Robin. They they do have one of the better marketing scams going on. What's that? So if you order like a burger, you know, a meal, you have unlimited fries. Right? Right. But you think about it. Like the average person, I'm sure, reads that and they're like, oh, man, that's awesome. Bottomless fries. But how many are you really eating? Right, And, and they're like steak fries. They're, they're pretty. Yeah. You know, like, all right, maybe someone orders another, you know, another round. But I, I can't imagine that people are going in there and just, like, hitting it fucking hard. Yeah, I mean, so, like, the burgers there are sizable. Like, they're not, they're not, like. Yeah, it, was, not, it was fine. It's a, it's a pretty good-sized burger. And then you figure those, those little metal containers that the fries come in. Yeah. Would you say, I don't know, like, 12 fit in those? Uh, I mean, I probably had a good, we'll call it 20 to 25. Oh, okay. Fries. So actually much more than. Yeah. But like, but to your point, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to eat 75 fries. Yeah. Well, it's just, I laugh. Like I was talking about the guy at work. We were talking about Olive Garden. Who's like, oh, you have endless pasta. It's like, how many bowls of pasta can you fucking eat? <laughs> like, <laughs> and like feel good about yourself. Like, oh, yeah, let me get my fourth bowl of linguine. (laughs) It sounds alluring. Yeah, until there's a rock in your stomach. They do, you know, like the the bottomless salad. It's like, oh, great. Thanks for this. Yeah, and and actually, like, so I like the Olive Garden salad a lot. I think it's a good, you know, for for what it is, I like that salad. But 
you get tired of like how, right like how many how many bowls of salad could eat and like oh wow i'm yeah. i'm not even like breaking so you just get your like mind gets tired like i'll take my fifth bowl of salad yeah it's like who are you trying to impress oh when i was going to gateway right i at times like my class would start at six say i get out of work at three thirty, so i'm like i'm not gonna drive home to then drive all the way back right so in North Haven, there's a few of those restaurants right there on the Universal Drive. Mm-hmm. So, man, the amount of times I got drunk by myself at Olive Garden. Oh, that's funny. Between Olive Garden and Ruby Tuesdays, <laughs> we'll just go and put work in. What's the like the the beer selection at Olive Garden? Uh lackluster. I'm trying to think. They probably. Hey, have, like, like, it's pretty much like, hey, I hope you like Blue Moons. Blue Moon, like, what, they have, like, Peroni or something like that? I don't even think they had. It was literally just, I mean, you know, whatever, Sam's. They're, they're, they had a pretty, like, standard restaurant bar. Yeah. They have, you know, six taps. Yeah. Bud, Budweiser, Bud Light, Blue Moon. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we have Sam's Seasonal? It's like, yeah, well, just throw that out. <laughs> Yeah, we have a cold snap in July. Yeah. It's a bad beer anyway. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Sam Adams uh, for having like 40 beers that all taste the same. <laughs> um, Yeah, but I remember like Ruby Tuesdays. Did some work in there. That's Walk a- in and be like, hey, can I have the deep fried green beans and just keep beers coming? <laughs> That's a pretty good place to just kind of get drunk at, you know, and watch people at the salad bar. I uh, I was listening. They had this guy there that I'm assuming was there, Kyle, because he would just walk up to people and start talking about fantasy football <laughs> and then just try and give, like, advice. <laughs> and I remember him saying, um, I, I don't remember the sp- specific players, but it was along the lines of, like, he was – trying to trade a kicker for a defense or vice versa and how it was going to like change his season. And I was sitting there, I was like, nah, I don't know if that's how that works, man. <laughs> it's like something like out of the league. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I used to do a lot of good drinking before going to classic gateway. That's, the first you... semester I was there, I, I think it was the first. I was taking like a communications class, and uh, the final was you had to make a five minute speech, right? <laughs> Which is like the the worst thing in the world for me. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Some good old public. And speaking. I had to write a speech about uh, Obama's legacy, which was, you know, who cares. <laughs> um. So I was writing about like Obamacare and shit, and then uh, <laughs> I I didn't rehearse the speech once. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna suck." <laughs> so I I get down to the parking garage. On my way down there, I bought a uh, king king size Budweiser, and then like the the pint of Jack Fire. Yep. And I sat in my car for like an hour, and I'd like read the speech and time it, and then at the end like. You know, chug and take a shot. Yeah. 
kill both things, walk in, I mean, pretty pretty banged up, <laughs> nail the speech. <laughs> I was like, all right. Got to do this more often. Yeah. I, I could pretty be good. I could be misremembering, but were you telling me that you, you actually would have beers in class? I didn't have them in class. That would I, be awesome. I don't. I thought someone when someone was telling me that they would do the old put the put the beer in like the uh, like the fast food cup with a straw. Maybe that was Shane O'Brien. That that checks out. I, it must uh, have been when, him. When me and Jeff both worked at Stop a Job, we used to drink while working. <laughs> Which is both like hilarious because like the departments you guys worked in, you know, you know, meat and seafood, uh, um, and, and, and deli, deli for deli. He was in the deli. Deli. It's like things that kind of require like a you know kind of not inebriated skill. Well, so generally it was at night while we were both cleaning, <laughs> and and it was funny because we both I'd text him like, "Hey, did you already take your break?" He's like, "No, no, yeah." I'm like, "All right, cool." Let's go shotgun three beers each in the parking lot and then come back. <laughs> oh, man. God, that's funny. It was good times. I used to make rum and Cokes. That was uh, Marissa one year uh, got me a belt buckle that was a flask. <laughs> and and I uh, would show up there with it full of rum, buy a soda. And just start making rum and cokes while I was cleaning and get all zooted. <laughs> that was fun. I think back to some of the like ridiculous, not even like, you know, a mountain drink, but just like things we were doing while drinking. Just, you know, remember like when P- Pokemon Go was like really popular when it, when it first came out, like, hey, let's jump in the car. We'll go down to West Haven, walk the boardwalk <laughs> and just drink a whole bottle of blackberry brandy every time you get to an end you drink a nip right uh right now it's 7 30 p.m and we are drunk (laughs) and we're 35 minutes from our house yeah so let's walk to the liquor store do it again (laughs) there is something to be said that's awesome for like being drunk at a time you're not really supposed to be (laughs) You know, it it is cool. <laughs> I mean, that's why I like, you know, when there's a big group of people going like disc golf and it's like, hey, let's crack a bunch of beers at nine in the morning. And then you I'm know, telling you, Kenna, we got to all get out on like a ball golf course. Oh, I'd, I'd love that. I, I think we would have a great time. And, and really, that's when you can really do some serious drinking. It, it gets messy. And you get to drive a cart. Yeah, I see myself like swinging the club eight or nine times before just changing my focus entirely to the drinking at hand. Um, we, me, my two brothers, and uh, Tyler's friend Keith, we we played in a golf tournament. Um, this is last year, year before, and we get down there. And, like, we forgot to buy beers. And we're like, fuck. So we end up, like, we had a few. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the turn, so we're, like, nine holes in. So now you're about to hit the back nine. 
and we stop by the clubhouse. So we walk in, and James is like, "Hey, um, can you sell me like thirty beers?" <laughs> and the guy's like, "What?" He's like, "Can you just sell us thirty cans? Like, we'll take them." And he's like, "Uh, all right, hang on." So he sold us a thirty pack. It was like sixty dollars, <laughs> but we end up doing that. And then as we're waiting. The guy's like, all right, you know, they're putting that together. Do you want anything while you're waiting? So James is like, let me get a Tito's and Sprite. <laughs> so we each take down like two of those. <laughs> while waiting. They come out with the beer. We walk out. And now, now, like, now you only have nine holes to drink 30 beers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's the four of us. And, and just start like hand over fist. Fucking Pounding beers. <laughs> I I couldn't play like the last three holes. <laughs> I couldn't get a ball to stay on the tee. It was I was fine. I was like I'm done. I'm gonna sit. I was the like cart. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> and that's the drinking too, where it's like you know, regardless of the time of year, you're just like out in the sun. Well, keep in mind when this is happening, it's like noon. <laughs> you get your whole day ahead of you. <laughs> it was so early. It was li- yeah, because they started like eight a.m. Just wasted. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard thing. You, you you can't just recover and get back to a normal day. That that that's your day no. from there on out. You're you're toast. You got to either keep going or just go home and sleep, and you know know that you ruin the next two days. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, I am actually glad that we, we got out of doing the shows on, on Sunday mornings. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was getting out of hand. Early on, it, it, it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed it. But then it's like exactly to what you're saying. Like, okay, the show's done. It's, it's noon. Uh, I'm pretty drunk. Like, I, I can't just stop now. <laughs> like, like, hey, we're going to go back and watch football. Yeah, it's like we should pick up some beers so like I don't get a headache. <laughs> and now I just need to maintain. Yeah. I mean, there was one time I don't remember if you were there or not, but we finished up the show and then went to go help Jeff move. I mean, what a disaster! Well, I wouldn't have been at that. <laughs> I mean, God, what a terrible job I did. I do remember it was the. I think it was the. The year, um, it was a playoffs. We went back to your parents' house, and the Chiefs were playing the Titans. Yep. And I remember we had a show that morning, and, and same day, everyone just got ripped. And then we get back to the house. Paul immediately is like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and he goes to the basement and passes out. And then I fell asleep on, like, your parents. No, we didn't watch the game, like, at all. We all woke up in like the fourth quarter and was like, what's happening? Yeah. Just completely like comatose. Yeah, that was oh god. Glad Day drinking's we... fun, but it it's tough. Yeah, I mean I think I was very satisfied on the our last trip to Hammonasset. Kind of just doing it that way. Just the night before yeah. The night before was just like uh, hard liquor heavy for like three hours. But then we basically we, we ran out of it because we just 
drank it all in three hours. Yeah. So for the rest of the weekend, just like a beer every hour just to keep it going. And and it's funny, too, because, you know, I've learned kind of as I've gotten a little older, I don't recover for shit anymore. It's horrible. Even, like, if I drink, like, two beer, the next day I wake up, I'm like, oh. (laughs) So then it's just like, well, if I'm going to feel like shit anyway, (laughs) you know, might as well make it worth it. I've kind of, I've. I've kind of worked out a system that's, for the most part, pretty effective. So when I'm doing like my my hard liquor nights, I'll have like my my glass of scotch immediately. Talking twenty ounces of water right after. <laughs> Boom. All right, we're next ready for our next you know three finger pour over an hour. Finish that. Boom. Twenty ounces of water, and that that's kind of how you 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 fix your next day. Hey, so I actually found out. Um, I don't know if anyone's told you this. But the hospital will allow you to bring, like, booze in to celebrate a child being born. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Like, it's allowed. Like, my buddy at work was like, yeah, I had a, you know, a small, like, cooler bag, and we had beers in the room when my daughter was born. I was like, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> like, well, what are we talking? It would be funny to just show up with, like, a keg. Like, yeah, I got some people coming. <laughs> We're also we're doing our fantasy football draft today as well. That's pretty funny. That was on the league. I haven't seen it in its entirety, so I think. Oh, really? That's a show. I'm surprised. I've seen. I'd say I've seen seven eighths of it. I, I've I've essentially seen the entire series, but there's like there's like cracks, like a, like a incomplete episodes that I haven't. I wanted to yeah, watch. There's it. there's one season. Um, when they do the draft, uh, I think the guy's name is Kevin. His wife is giving birth. And they're, like, in the delivery room. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I'm going to so quickly what? run and grab a, a beer uh, to, to make my concoction. I'm just going to grab both so I don't have to get up again. Um, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, make your terrible drink. <laughs> I'm sorry. I cut you off. What were you about to say? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was... I didn't really have anything. Oh. Well, I was going to say, when, once I'm sitting back down, I uh, figure we'd talk a little bit of, you know, WrestleMania, if you're down. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. Give, give me, like, five seconds. Give give me give me the, the people some background. Background? You're just going to cut this out. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, talk, like the date, the time. <laughs> well, today's April 3rd. Kendall's going to get a terrible drink. Fucking old Coors Light and Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. It's been way longer than five seconds. That's not what happened. <laughs> I don't know. Was it? Was there silence, or was there was there? A... You know, I, I said the date, and I said you're going to get terrible ingredients to make a bad drink. Yeah, and I and I did. I actually had some of these Coronas on Saturday at WrestleMania. Ah, I had two of them, and then I got into the rest of the uh, the bush light. <laughs> oh yeah, you could smell the lack of freshness. 
Like you can smell the mothballs. <laughs> uh but yeah, this this past weekend was um WrestleMania. I think as far as our group goes, I think you and I are the only ones who watched it because we, we were texting uh yeah, back and forth. I, I was I was talking to Paul about it a little bit, but I don't think he was watching. Um Kyle, I don't I uh, who knows. I mean maybe the SAP broadcast. Um <laughs> You know, it's funny. Like I've I've kind of fallen out of wrestling, um, but I I've always followed the headlines and this and that. Yeah. And um, you know, I've watched the last few pay per views. Just really, it happened just because I ended up getting Peacock again. I was like, oh, these are on. I'll check them out. And I I was telling my wife like I love listening to like the background, like the behind the scenes stuff in the WWE. That to me, it's very interesting to me, like how it all works. Right. So you know, it's it's then interesting to see like how it plays out and the whole thing. Um. You know, so so I, and usually I watch the big pay per views, whether or not how intently I'm following it. Um, but WrestleMania is usually always entertaining. Um. This one I thought was fine. Yeah. You know it. It was fine. It's, uh, I don't know. It's different these days, and you know, it was kind of born of COVID, um, breaking it into to two days, and then you know, yeah. to to I guess WWE's credit, they're like, hey, well, we can sell it arena one day. Why can't we sell it out two days? Oh yeah, and I mean, oh like, yeah, you got to figure it'll never go back to one day. No, I mean now, now knowing everything they do and like, hey, we can do this, like, yeah, forever. In in a lot it, of ways, it's it's like four days. Because you got SmackDown yeah. and Raw bracketing the the thing. Yeah, and really, like it's okay that it's the two nights. I mean, I guess it kind of takes away a little bit, but it is what it is. I mean, some of the stuff I thought was kind of corny, like the the Miz, I thought was very corny. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's too bad because I I think he's one of like the best heels of our generation. And they now he's just kind of like a joke. Yeah, um, I think he, he leans into he's he's like you know reality star too, so it's kind of like yeah that plays into it. But, but I was like what the Pat McAfee thing I thought was awesome. Yeah, it it it's really cool to see like people, and and again of course McAfee was a professional athlete like of course the guy's athletic, but to see someone who's not a professional wrestler like. Kind of, kind of hang with him pretty well. Is really cool. Um, I mean, he he did like the backflip off the top. Like for a guy that's not a trained wrestler, you know, like that's that's a pretty crazy thing. Yeah, and like, um, I mean, he he you know joined WWE a few years back. I think kind of aspirations were to be a talent, became a commentator. And then is like now part time, but still doing things like that. Yeah, and, and really doing them well. Yeah. It's not even like because we've seen in years past. I mean, we've seen celebrities come in and, and do like I mean, really the the case of boys. The following night, Snoop Dogg. Like, granted, Snoop Dogg's sixty years old, but you know it, it always looks super choppy and right. Yeah, you know it is what it is. He's not a he's not a wrestler, so why should he be good at it? But you know, um, 
even like Logan Paul, think what you want about these guys. If he ever went to WWE full time, he could be one of the best stars in the business overnight. Yeah, I mean he he has all the tools to be one anyway. You know, yeah. he 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 has from his career outside of WWE. He, you know, he definitely has a a split on what people think about him. He he can he can talk on the mic and he's reasonably athletic. I mean, that to me, those those are the pillars of being a professional wrestler. Just just see it. I mean, the of course the the charisma's there. I mean, he he could talk with the best of them. I mean, that that's how he built him and his brother. I mean, again, think what you want about these guys, but everything they do generates millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, everything they do, like them or not, they're they're just printing money. <laughs> um, but I mean, this kid, uh, even back at the Royal Rumble, I mean. The the spot that he had with Ricochet was crazy. When when they both you know jumped towards each other off the, <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> yeah. Um. At WrestleMania, I I mean, just he did like a standing box jump to the top rope. Yeah, I, I that that's insane. I, I like audibly said wow when it happened. <laughs> I I think the if he ever and I don't think he ever will go full time because. It doesn't make sense for him to, unless he says like, "Hey, I want to be, you know, an actual." But he'll never to make made. more money in the WWE yeah. than he will off social media stuff. Right. Um, but he, he's, I think he would be an insane WWE superstar. Um, I mean, think about it. like Seth Rollins is a top talent. Yeah, or and really should should get more than he gets, but this kid hung with him. A hundred percent. They booked that very well. I think that was like probably one of the best people to have him go against. You know, yeah. Like to, to everything you're saying, like and they they kind of have a good r- rapport in, in a way. Like you know, Rollins, you know, can cut the good promo about you know, you know, Paul being the outsider, this that and the other. Yeah. And it, it just it, it all it all makes sense. It's it's super organic. Especially, I mean, really, you think back to past WrestleMania, you had, like, the Big Show fight, um, the the sumo guy, Ake Bono, yep. fucking back, and then he fought, like, Floyd Mayweather, and, and these guys, like, had to be carried by the superstar, and and you could put Logan Paul in with just about anybody, and, and he could probably be the one carrying, yeah. you know, the, the content, like, him and Seth Rollins, like, he didn't need Seth Rollins to to do honestly he didn't need seth rollins to be like or it wasn't like he was a roman reigns but yeah. roman reigns for most of his career needed whoever he was fighting to be the the charisma guy because he was so bad at it yeah exactly it's a, a guy just always like in the spotlight but undeservedly so because of so just, boring yeah because of just He's who he so is fucking boring um, but yeah, I figured we don't have to go through like every match, just kind of some stuff yeah. that we, um, you know, thought was fun. Um, first night, John uh, Cena's got to hang it up. John Cena, uh, or at least, you know, shave his head. Yeah. One really of the two. needs a haircut. I think, you know, it's, it's a shame because, you know, say what you want about John Cena, like from a, from a wrestling perspective, I know that's kind of like, um, always like a split conversation, um, I think now because of where he's at his career, because of his age, because now he's sort of transitioned basically full-time to movies, 
I think he's sort of in a position where it's like, hey, the movie studio's like, hey, don't get hurt, guy, because we need you for films. So yeah, so he um, he can't go like nuts. You know, I I don't. If you look at him now, I mean, of course he's still, you know, like a giant man. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not as big as he used to no. be. Uh, which, of course, I mean, he's not wrestling full time, so why keep that crazy like bulk on? Um, but you could tell. I mean, he's not fucking thirty years old anymore. He he's got to be getting close to fifty. He's got to be what forty five ish. Yeah. Um, and he was a top guy for ten, fifteen years. So I mean, his body has taken a beating. Um, I do think before he like fully retires. He should get another run with the title. Yeah. Even if it's like a quick like pay-per-view to pay-per-view, he should be the one to break like Ric Flair's thing of the, you know, the 16 titles. Yeah. Um whether or not that ever happens, who knows, but Yeah, I that I'd like to kind of see like a SummerSlam, you know, to lose it at Mania type thing like that. I think that would be, you know, worth worth the the, the watch. Yeah. Um, Especially for a guy that carried your business yeah. for forever yeah i mean basically the the guy of the the, the pg era if you will you know? yeah um i i like austin theory i think he's a good heel i thought that the whole thing kind of made sense the the wwe writer in me would have liked you know if theory is going to win would have been cool is if they did like a callback to how cena won the u.s title versus the big show like he he does something yeah. similar to the brass knuckles. I thought that'd been cool rather than the low blow. I tell you, there's something to be said about those really cool WWE fucking nut shots. Could you imagine doing that to someone in real life? <laughs> yeah, to keep your arm there between the legs for like three seconds. But just 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 forearm <laughs> to the sack, like that is just fantastic. I used to love like when Ric Flair did that. I always thought that was like the funniest thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Austin Theory is is pretty good. The WWE, I mean, wrestling in general is in a weird spot where like everybody is talented. Like they're all just freak athletes, and and they're all good. Like you pretty much have everyone's good on them. Like there, there's not a lot of like fodder anymore. Yeah. Which is, it, it's a good problem to have. You know, you used to have to watch matches on SmackDown where it was like Jamie Noble versus fucking Maven. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Hey, like, it's like, I wonder if I should, like, crap now. Well, actually, I mean, you, you probably watch more week-to-week wrestling than I do, but, like, when's the last time? Because <laughs> this used to happen all the time, especially on SmackDown. They'd be like, oh, you know, tonight, you know, Chris Masters is fighting. And it would just be some random fucking guy. <laughs> it, they'd be like, oh, this is Johnny fucking Jenkins. And he would just get shit pumped for like three minutes. And then that was it. Yeah, I mean, they they do that every so often now. Like, like if someone's like upcoming, like someone who does not have like a storyline yet, and they're just trying to like build them up. Like, I think they did that. Do you remember Nia Jax? Yes. That was like to, to get her started is like exactly what you're talking about. Somebody random and then she just like clobbers him. What I mean, like, did the random person get an entrance? No. They're they're already in the ring. Yeah, they're already in the ring. Yeah. I'm telling you, these guys they would show up and they just had like a 
basic. Like they, it's not like they had like a themed costume or it, and they always had some plain ass name. It was, oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. And you'd be like, John, gee, I wonder who's going to fucking win this match. Yeah, like, oh, I, I can't believe that, you know, Garth Templeton in, in the plain purple trunks yeah. didn't beat, you know. Uh... Yeah. Oh, it used to be the best. <laughs> but I, I think that, like, it, it's funny, too, because wrestling, I think in a whole, has gotten just way too serious. It's very involved. And... and I, I don't know why, like, because it used to be funny where, like, funny things with, like, you know, Degeneration X, and there was just funny thing, like, you know, even the Spirit Squad, as ridiculous as they were, they were funny. And now, like, everyone's just too serious, like, the Bloodline thing, they're all just serious all the time. Yeah, I, I think we were just talking about this fairly recently when we went disc golfing, right? I don't remember who we were yeah. talking with. But, yeah, they, just, like... <laughs> Like this, the, the the absurdity is is less and less. Like, um, and like the whole thing about like JBL being at the border, being like a one man border patrol. Like this, like it's just it's so absurd, it, 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 but so perfect. Like th- th- that stuff just doesn't exist. Yeah, and I don't know if it has to do with more of like you know the wokeness and this and that. Um, but man, do you remember Eugene? Oh yeah. It's I know a- we were talking about him the other night. That that was one of the craziest fucking storylines. It it was so funny, and and it w- could never be on TV today. No, I mean it's like I bet you like they're trying to if they could they would like they would scrub that from their history forever if they could. It, it's just I remember they would come out and just openly like make fun of them for being special needs, <laughs> and and it. Like, it's one of those things where, like, if it was real, yeah, of course that's terrible. But you know it's fake. Like, right. He's just a regular guy. Like, it was funny, though. <laughs> they would really rip on him. Um, I, I think the first night was better than the, the second I, night. I think so, too. Um, so, like, as before I mentioned, there was Cenaverse, um, Austin Theory, that was the kickoff match, which I, I think was a good way to start the show. Um, yeah. Then they had uh, they had the SmackDown Women's Championship was that night, which was Charlotte Flair um, versus Rhea Ripley. Um, and that, I think that that lived. Up. I think both are pretty good wrestlers. Yeah, it was a good it was a good match. Um, and it's interesting too because like there was so many uh, of like. One of the factions is this Judgment Day, and there were like three separate matches involved with members. Like, they, they, the, the members weren't tied together, and those, they were like separate stories. You know what I mean? Like, even though it's the yeah, same yeah. group. Um, so that that was kind of interesting. Um, Dominic Mysterio, Ray Mysterio was night one, right? Yes. Um, that that was that was interesting um you know ray is always gonna kill it i i yeah i i thought it was a pretty good match i mean dominic isn't a bad wrestler um you know and and ray is is one of the absolute all-time greats i mean so i thought it was pretty good um real quick just correct me if i'm wrong so 
I was under the impression by Ray getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this year that this was going to be it. Now, maybe it's not, but I was sort of in the impression that you get inducted and then like like your swan song would be your match at WrestleMania, you lose and go away. I, I just thought that was kind of how it was done. So, generally, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it would have been really... It would have been a real like sour way for Ray to go out if he lost. <laughs> right. Not that he lost to his son, but like just the way it kind of played it out with like, you know, Dominic like yelling at his mom and sister. Right. I mean, it wouldn't make any um, sense. Like, here this this oh the punk kid wins. Like, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if if it if it was done differently, where they're like, hey, you know, I'm gonna beat you, pass the torch, blah blah, and then he beats him, then okay. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know what. I haven't seen anything on Mysterio's kind of thing. I mean, I got to imagine he's got to be nearing the end. Yeah. Now, I kind of um, just dreamed that up. He, he may just continue going. I just I, I got that in my head and just assumed that's what was happening. Well, that, that is generally... I mean, what happens? It happened to Ric Flair. Um, it happened to... Uh, I mean, Tron Michaels, right? Didn't... didn't... Shawn Michaels, did he finish at WrestleMania? I'm pretty sure. I, th- I think he lost to The Undertaker. Did they do the back-to-back years? Man, that was his last match. I, I'm pretty sure. Because, I mean, I know he came back and, like, wrestled at... Didn't he wrestle at, like, Crown Jewel or something? Yeah, with but... Triple. I mean, that was, like, a disaster. Yeah. Um, hmm. Interesting. It, it might not be. I just... I That's what I thought it was. Shawn Michaels was fucking awesome. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. Uh, also on the first night, I think it was the men's uh, tag fatal four away for yeah for no for no belts just for the hell of it. Um, I mean it's just it's like unnecessary. It's fine. It's filler. You know, um, I did think. It was a really good match. Um, there, there was a lot of lot of cool spots. Like, and, and I'm not overly familiar with everyone that was involved, um, but the um, who are the the two black guys? What's their their team's oh, name? Um, that's uh, Street Profits. Street Profits. I, I wanted to say Primetime Players. So oh bad. man. <laughs> um. But I mean, those two guys are wicked, wicked talented. Yeah, they they tear down the house. Um, that that ricochet guy is incredible. He's incredible. Braun Strowman was pretty cool. I mean, you know, and, and he had a big spot. You know, he came off the top rope, the whole thing. Um, you know the the Viking guys, they're whatever. Right, we just... we've seen that that tag team come and go. Yeah. It's just, it's it's, um, it's a gimmick too hard to sustain itself. It it's one of those things where they're they're perfect for a a short WWE run. I bet you that gimmick kills on like an indie circuit. Yeah, because yeah, those people don't see it. 
all the time. Like you see the same thing every week. You're like, all right, like I'm I'm all set. I tell you, and from that match, and kind of going back to what we were saying about not being a fun thing, Otis kills me every time. He he's funny. I mean, just everything about him. You know, he's the for people who don't know, he's like he's a stocky, super stocky guy. Uh, I mean, he you know strong. I mean, you know, as advertised, but he's just like he's a he's a house. Yeah. He to me looks like if you combined all four of us. <laughs> but just so but, funny. But yeah, and even like the who's the other guy? Chad Gable. Yeah. His name. Yep. Like these guys are all all talent. Like I I did think that that match was very good, and to me it serves the purpose of like hey let's put these guys out there, see what kind of heat they generate, and, and it could turn into a you know they they end up feuding with whoever has the tag titles after yeah oh yeah certainly all that's done yeah it's a good showcase of like good talent like absolutely i just and and i get it like not every match has to be for a title i i I understand because i mean otherwise it would just be boring i just i wish that there was a little more substance to it like there there was there was something um something on the line in, in some way or like like you're saying if they would be the number one contender or or whatever, or, or somebody gets gets knocked down NXT. Just something. So something is at stake. It used to be. I mean, uh, this has kind of lost its way on WrestleMania, but um, Raw and SmackDown used to be like completely separate. They never or hardly ever interacted with one another. And and I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, this is fucking. You know, like I want to see. You know, at the time, it was like, I want to see, you know, Triple H fight The Undertaker and and the whole thing. But they were on different brands, so it never mm-hmm. happened until later on. Um, But there was only a few times throughout the year where it would overlap. And it was, you know, you'd have Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That was when everyone was together. And and even for the Royal Rumble, it was cool because it was generate these moments that you never see yeah. because these wrestlers didn't interact. Um, but now everything's kind of combined, so it, it you kind of lose that flair a little bit. Um, but I remember there was one year, I think it was Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle fought at WrestleMania. And I remember going into the and it, and it it wasn't for anything. It was just a interpromotional match. They started going back and forth. And I remember even back. I was like, "This is going to be all like these are two of the best." You know, the ones on Raw, ones on SmackDown. They're gonna and like it would it brought a whole different thing to a match that really meant nothing. Right. <clears throat> you know, now it's you know you could see that there's no split, and it and it's foolish because you know oh they do the the draft but yeah they're it's, all they're all all over the place anyway right and especially like the, so there are are separate titles but because they've sort of been they've been combined so long like so where, where the osos had both shows tag belts and roman reigns has both championship belts yeah that it, it in a way becomes one again like it and I think they're at this point now, especially three years in, that 
I feel like they've kind of backed themselves into a corner. Like I, I feel like they got to separate those belts somehow. Yeah, and I think that's coming soon. Because really, what's the point? You, they, ha- we, we said it before. There's so many talented guys on the roster. Like there, there's so many guys that are are able. Um, you know, it's exciting when it happens at first. Like I remember yeah. when, um, back when they had the like the WWE title and the um, world heavyweight title. I wish they would bring that belt back so bad. Yeah, but anyway, cool. um, I remember it was, I think it was Cena versus Orton at like a TLC match. And, and they combined them then. And then The Rock made his new belt. And, and like, I get it. But um, they they should have two major yeah. titles because it it is stupid you know to to just have one guy with both belts like it it was cool for a while yeah it's run its course like yeah, yeah. to have to have it happen you know with, with roman and this like hey awesome that, that was cool it was, it was you know kind of a, a not not homage that's not the right thing to say but like it's kind of going back to all those other guys who who did it but you're right it's, it's over it's time to three years is a long time I, I tell you, to me, it's just lazy writing that he's held the belts that long. Yeah, and you can't tell me that there there aren't like people on the roster who would be an eligible person to take, you know, to beat him. He's not. He's yeah. not this unstoppable force. No, not not by any means. Not by any means. Um. So yeah, I, I hope they they split up the belts. Um. What else did we have on night one? You had the um, women's match, the the tag match. I thought was pretty good with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, that that was that was great. That was uh, for night one. That was the best match. Yeah. Um. And, I, and oh, go ahead. Oh. Oh. Hello. Someone joined. Ooh. Hey. Hey. The Riddler. Uh, yeah, Paul's in. I'm here. You, you caught us. Uh, we're talking WrestleMania. That's fine. I'm, I'm just I'm just letting you guys know that I'm signing off. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you guys are talking to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize Rebecca was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> she actually so, wrote the uh, show. The the thing that I thought was funny with that tag match, Kendall. I someone I saw an article like someone did the math. There was 26 super kicks. <laughs> oh my god. And it's funny because, like, I love that move so much, but it's just, like, lost all, like, right. I, I don't even know, like, the word I'm well, trying you know, to say. Like, everybody does one. You know, it used to mean something. <laughs> it was a finishing move. Now you just kind of whip that out whenever. But it was so funny. I remember at one point, like, the Usos just kept doing it. <laughs> the question is, though, are you guys watching Raw? It's out in the other room, but I have no idea what's going on. Um the 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 raw after wrestlemania uh fun shenanigans have already started i did see that brock lesnar's teaming up with cody Rhodes. yeah to fight the reigns and and solo or Mo- the hell you say his name simone souls simone souls <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it was just like super kick city and I was like, man, they're just just killing this move. Like, 
That's Although crazy. that's pretty much how I've played every WWE video game ever. <laughs> Make a creative character, super kick. Super kick city. I remember there was one game, I forget which WWE game it was, but that was like my move where like if your guy was, it was like his running strike. Mm-hmm. And it would be funny because like the match would start and you just run over and just super kick the guy in the next fucking week. You know, there was one time, uh, one of the games uh, when Paul and Jeff were living together at, at Bailey Ave, um, and uh, th- those guys, they liquored me up and then they took my belt. <laughs> It was not nice. <laughs> you deserved it. I was the U.S. champion. I deserved no better. I actually, I don't remember what belt it was. It was the hardcore title. You couldn't defend it. <laughs> well, I thought it was a regular regular belt. No. Nope. Either way, they took advantage of me. I don't, I don't think we did. If it's the hardcore title, you have to defend it at all times. I can't remember what game it was, but it's just and they all kind of follow like that. Um, you intru- just insert yourself into the show, and then the computer kind of generates storylines for you. Yeah, you know, kind of ergo the you know Kevin Nash beef with you. Fuck him. <laughs> hey, Paul, do you remember the WrestleMania twenty one game? Yeah, that game was real bad. But I- <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awful. It was right up there with the WrestleMania 19 game. The which one? The WrestleMania 19 game. Oh yeah, that's a bad game. But there was I, I can't remember if oh that was the one where like uh you end up teaming up with like Carlito and Chavo Guerrero to like like backstab the big show. <laughs> but there was one game, I wanna say it was WrestleMania like or not WrestleMania, sorry, uh Raw vs SmackDown like 2006 where one of the storylines is like uh Hedy Long gets hit by a car <laughs> like in the parking lot and you're like the main suspect for it nice. that one always got me to laugh pretty hard <laughs> like that was like in real life when Rikishi hit Stone Cold with the car <laughs> I did it for the rock <laughs> But yeah, night night one I thought was pretty good. Um, you know, night two was fine, I guess. Now I, I didn't follow up. Did um Shane McMahon actually tear like an ACL or anything? I thought I saw a thing that said he tore one of his quads. So uh, I saw that in like I was talking to Paul about this. I don't want to see anybody like get hurt, but just something about that in hindsight. The more I think about it, it's just so funny to me. Well, it's funny because, you know, almost the exact thing happened to his dad. <laughs> well, like, you know, the music hits, he comes out, he like talks to the crowd, immediately out of breath, and then yeah. can't even get through two minutes before hurting himself. When he went down, because at first I was I was like, oh, maybe that was, pl-. but then like, what it didn't look like it was, you know, a shoot. Right, <laughs> I was, mean. Well, it was the Miz, who was kind of like the, the professional he kind of like tipped his hand i think he kind of like froze yeah and you could and it it was a cool thing i mean i don't know how obviously how this the scene was supposed to go like if snoop dogg was supposed to 
kind of take that role. If he wasn't, good on him for like going with it on the fly. <laughs> good situational awareness. <laughs> you know, because like that could have just easily been like, uh, all right, we gotta go. <laughs> but they were still able to kind of you know make it into something. Um, I don't I don't know about you. The the best match I thought of the night two was the the triple threat match. Yeah, that that was that match was awesome. That that Gunther guy, however the hell you say his name, that guy is really good. Yeah, and I think it, it works out too because now I think they can explore the Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus thing a little more if they choose to. Yeah. But I tell you, they were fucking slapping the <laughs> shit out of each other. And I, I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> Just redness from the from the get-go. Oh, yeah. Like, just aggressive chops. Just back and forth. <laughs> At one point, and it, it always makes me laugh when stuff like this happens in wrestling, but, like, the three of them are just kind of standing in a circle, just back and forth slapping <laughs> each other. Yeah. Stuff like that makes me laugh so hard. But what, that match I thought was awesome. Um... You know the the uh, the women's title match was pretty good. Um, you know, just yeah. I mean, Oscar does an amazing job, always. Yeah. Um, did you see the thing about that little girl in the, the beginning of the Bianca match? Yeah. No, actually, I I did not. That little contortionist girl that came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her mom died like that morning. Oh my god. Yeah, I saw, I saw there was like a clip of uh, Triple H talking about it, and he's just like a wreck. But I mean, I I I wonder did like did the girl know like? <laughs> well, like, I don't see. Well, I, I don't see. That, I saw a thing that said like she said that she still wanted to perform because oh wow, it was like a once in a lifetime opportunity, and her mom would have wanted her to. Oh my! I, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't sit because I, I was I read the thing that said like her mom Pat, and I was like, oh my god, and I was like, I wonder if like this girl even knew, you know, like if, if say she was traveling over their dad and something, they they like waited till later to tell her type deal, but I mean, it it was pretty wild. Yeah, Kendall's complaining about having to drive to Albany. <laughs> People wow. with real problems. I bet that's horrible. I, I can't believe that. But yeah, that that match was pretty good. Um, it it's funny, like even just over like if you think back to like us in high school, I guess, like what women's wrestling was and how awful it was. <laughs> you know, you'd have like Candice Michelle fighting um, like Christy Hemi, and yeah. it was just like this is bad, like. This is for other purposes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I get it. All right, cool. They're both high. Yeah, all right, fine. But, like, after the first minute, you're like, can we just wrap this up? Like, how was this a match? You know, and, and really, that's how it all was. Like, even like Tori Wilson wasn't a great wrestler. Hot. But wasn't a great wrestler. You know, Stacey Keeler wasn't a great wrestler. So uh, these guys would come out and they're like, oh, all right, let's, you know, all right, cool. She did her thing into the ring. Yeah, that was fun to watch. I'll 
check that out later. But <laughs> at least now, like uh, for for some of these women, they're gorgeous, and and they're also entertaining to watch. Yeah, definitely a shift for the better over the past however many years. Oh, we forgot to cover it on the the first night. Uh, Trish Stratus still a freaking ten. Oh yeah. I mean, to the point of like hyperventilation. And whoever she hired to like, <laughs> or or whoever found whatever sports bra she was wearing needs a raise. Yeah, I mean, that had to be, like, built by NASA. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I'm, I'm like, there's no way. Because, I mean, one, we know they're not small. I'm out there doing handstands. <laughs> Between her, and I tell you, I, again, I don't know off the top of my head how old these women are. But I know, like, Lita was kind of out of the game for a while. And, and at points, she looked kind of slow, but... She's got to be in her 40s, no? I think she's 47. Trish is 47? Yeah. So Lita's got to be about that. And Amy Dumas is also 47. And, and I, t- I mean, she was flying around the ring, you know, pretty good. You know, still doing the moonsault. Like, I, so I tell you, I mean, good on them for, for kind of holding up. And yeah. Mickey James is 43. Yeah. That's another one. Top notch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I can't believe we didn't talk about that. I for, forgot. How could you? Yeah. I had to drink a bottle of water after that match. <laughs> um, And then I think the, the last two were just... um. Edge versus Finn Balor, which, um, you know, Ow. Finn Balor, you know, took the ladder to the face. They sewed him up on site. I don't know if that was, like, kind of what derailed what could have been. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's all it was. And, you know, the, I, the, I would love to know, like, if, if them, like, kind of stopping the match was part of, was, like, part of it. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Well, I it just seemed... Did. There's also the idea that Edge is just kind of like done. Yeah. Well, I, I saw the injury. Finn Balor did have a crazy laceration. Yeah. No, no, I'm not doubting that. I'm just saying, like, like I don't know how, like, I don't know how much like better the match would have been, kind of thing. No, you're right. Um, I I thought that match was good. It was it, for me. It was very entertaining. Um. I think they have the same like the hell in the cell was kind of unnecessary. <laughs> um you know, it could have just been, I, I get why they did, you know, the the demon and and like brood edge. I you know. So hell in a cell it's makes like sense. The ultimate payoff for like a year long feud. No, no, I, I get that. But I like the the cell pretty much played no part. Like they, they just you know, they were grabbing weapons from under the ring. Like the the cell didn't really play you know, the, there's there's hell in a summit where the cell's almost like, you know, a third combat, you know, where they actually utilize it. And, and this one didn't really have, which, you know, that's all right. They beat the hell out of each other. Um, I, I thought the match was really good. I, I love 
when they just throw the weapons at each other. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing. I re- I don't know if you guys remember Sabu from ECW. <laughs> oh, man. I used to crack up. He would just throw chairs in people's faces. <laughs> and it used to make me laugh so hard. So, like, when Edge threw that ladder, I was, like, dying on my couch. <laughs> Especially because you got to think about it. Like, you know, they, they call the match as they're going. So, at some point, he's like, hey, I'm going to throw a ladder in your face. <laughs> Be ready. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I thought that the match was good. You know, they, they brought out all the fucking kendo sticks. And I thought they teased me. At one point, I, I would have to go back and verify the footage. But at one point, Edge pulled out, a, I think it was a table, and it looked like the there was a ring bell with it. I know what you're and talking I like, about. I I saw it, and I was like, oh, no way. I saw it because he pulled the table. There was something else there, and then like he goes to set the table, and it's not there. So I, I don't know like, what. Man, it's a backup ring bell. Here we go. <laughs> and then nothing came of it. I enjoyed the, uh, the like red and yellow painted chairs. Yeah. That kind of threw me off. You know, and, and the the concerto move, obviously, like, you know, it is what it is. It's it's not happening the way it's it's <laughs> broadcasted. But one, that's got to be so loud for the guy. Like, like for Finn Balor there, that's got to be so loud to just have two metal chairs clank on your fucking ears. <laughs> But, like, imagine doing that to someone, like, for real. Like, you just smush their fucking dome. <laughs> Between two metal chairs. <laughs> but I, I I thought that match was pretty good. Um, trying to think what else happened that night. The, Brock Lesnar was whatever. You know, it, it probably could have been more than what it was, but that almost guy is, is kind of... He's like every giant wrestler. They're, they're kind of clunky and... Yeah, I mean, they, MVP needed to get more involved. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of, we were talking about before the show, like, <laughs> the fucking great Kali. Yeah, he was huge and, like, uh, a wrestling draw, but he was fucking terrible. The only the only, the only, only true giant that was really in any good was the big show. Yeah. I and, mean, like, and, the Andre yeah. the Giant was a better attraction, but the big show was just, like, a, an actual wrestler. Because he... He wasn't. He wasn't as clunky. He actually had like a lot of athleticism. Absolutely, absolutely. The Big Show, honestly, is probably the best like big guy wrestler. Yeah. You know, Andre. Like, you said Andre the Giant was was talented and whatnot, but it, it was a different era. Like he was just there to be. He was the there to be guy. something Hulk for Hulk Hogan to overcome. But you know, the Big Show. I mean, we saw Big Show like do a Hurricane Rana, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That guy was know, a he, he was good. <laughs> is is he with the WWE still? Or did he go to AEW? I think he's in AEW. Is he? But um, I was really hoping during the the Edge and Finn Balor thing that like, because it, it kind of got teased, and I, I texted you about it, Paul. Where I was like, hey, there might be a Brood reunion here, and that would have been really cool. Because I think that's a faction that since they split up, I don't think has ever, no, like never come back. Um, so that that could have been a really cool moment. But I think um, Gangrel's part of AEW. Well, I know Christian is, 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if Gangrel is. I know Christian is because they were saying like that would that could be a hang up. Um, but I, I also it's only a matter of time I think before one of them owns the other one. Although WWE yeah, got bought that, out today, but now that UFC owns WWE, it's definitely not going to be AEW buying anybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which that was a crazy thing too. He sold you know fifty one percent of the company for like what was it four point two billion dollars? Like Jesus. So I mean, I, I don't. Also, also, he can hush up touching some woman's boobs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you guys would can probably explain this better. Uh, at least I just no. don't understand. Um, is it just like they're going to be like the the financial backers? It's not. It's not like an owner operation thing, right? So he sold fifty one percent of the company. So Vince McMahon no longer owns WWE. Right. No, I, I guess I, I understand that aspect, but um, what, what are you having trouble with? Well, I'm having trouble with. Um, is it going to be like uh, like UFC branding? No, they they come out. So think about really, Pepsi owning Gatorade. Yeah, I Pepsi I think owned. at some point because they already talked like they're going to try and you know negotiate like TV deals as one thing. So like. I think the UFC wants to kind of use the W like to get on Peacock. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, um, and and, uh, like, they'll both benefit each other. I mean, the the companies have gotten so close as it is. I mean, over the last few years, there's a lot of crossover. Yeah. A lot of stuff like, like they already said, like Vince McMahon's still going to be in charge of high profile creativity and Triple H is going to be in charge of high card and mid card creativity like they said that that's not changing um like a lot of WWE is going to keep their own creative and stuff it's still going to be the WWE brand but you know UFC you'll probably see a lot more UFC stuff on NBC you'll probably start seeing a lot more WWE stuff on ESPN you know do you figure between Dana White and all those guys like that's just what it is like like I said it's like it's like Pepsi when Pepsi bought Gatorade it's like it's it's it wasn't Hey, drink Gatorade, a Pepsi product. It was this is Gatorade, right? You know, it's just now it's got Pepsi money behind it. I also enjoy. Uh, did you see the picture of Vince looking like Walt Disney out there? The fucking mustache. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I don't think the sale is going to really affect much. As far as like the the content, yeah, you may just see more, more the same, you know, cross. And, and I think you, you may see more crossover with like UFC guys coming. Up. I don't know if we'll see more, um, you know, wrestlers and UFC fights. I think just because it is, we definitely are never seeing CM Punk in the WWE again. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then I don't. Uh, I don't think it's going to really change much, content-wise. I mean, will you see? Like, I don't even know. Like, even UFC guys now. I think whoever would go to WWE has already done it. Right. You know. I mean. 
of course guys could pop up, but I don't I, I can't even think of a UFC fighter that would that would make the jump now. Yeah. Kendall maybe. I've been in contact. Yeah. I've been in contact. Hey, it's twenty twenty three, man. You can go right into the divas division. <laughs> That's right. That's true. I would like to see you get your ass whooped by Rhea Ripley. Uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, you couldn't handle her. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so maybe. I know you couldn't. Yeah. You could call her mommy. Yeah. And then uh, I think the, the only thing, you know, left from that weekend was just uh, the main event with um, uh, Roman Reigns and... Um, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Which um, was fine. You know, yeah. I mean, I was telling you before, I, I you know, fell asleep, of course. Because <laughs> I don't think I've ever <laughs> stayed awake during a fucking Roman Reigns match. Um, but it, it was it was fine. I, I was surprised that Cody didn't win, but it is what it is. You know, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. Bad Bunny just got choked slammed through a table. Yeah, I just saw that update. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool that he's hosting Backlash. Uh, you think Kyle's getting front row seats to that? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, that 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 Damian Priest guy, he threw him pretty recklessly through that table. to find out that's Bad Bunny's brother. Yeah. Kind of Bad Bunny. <laughs> Souls Bunny. Yeah, joke's on us, but when Kyle's in you know the front row in Puerto Rico, dressed in a chicken suit. Just yelling gasolina. Ignore. <laughs> 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 Let's see Kyle just sing, just rap gasolina. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm the boy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. Yeah, that was our, um, our our WrestleMania review. No Alexa Bliss. Nope. I I'd be lying if I uh, say I wasn't disappointed. What? Can you say that again? I I was under the impression that she was going to be somehow involved in the show. And then it didn't come into fruition. Well, she's doing every other reality TV show right now. Yeah. What are you going to do? What now, did you, you know she was on The Masked Singer? No, I don't. I don't watch that program. It wasn't until uh, it was until I saw on Instagram that I found that out. Fucking get it out, Jesus! It wasn't until I found I on um, found um. Yeah, but like, doesn't your wife watch it? She hasn't kept up though. Wow. It'll all be like watched. It's kind of a concern that you didn't know she was on it. Listen, I. You know, I can only know so much. 
Mm, I don't think so. I think that kind of goes against the stalker code. I only have what the internet tells me. So I, I, I was laughing like when Paul sent that out in our chat. I was like, I can imagine Kendall, you know, kind of sitting on the couch. Rebecca's watching the show. And you're just kind of like, oh, whatever. All right, it's on. And then they pull them out and you go, wait a minute. <laughs> Get out like, of here. Even... Wait, 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 wait. Rewind it. <laughs> and you leave the room. Yeah. I had this little thing if you guys want to do it. It's up to you. Yeah, go for it. You guys can just do it as a team if you want instead of competing. So it's the uh, the most expensive free agents on offense by average annual value since 2019. So basically just 2023, 2022, 2021, 2020, and 2019. Who was the most expensive player signed in free agency at this position? Um, and the, the, the note on it is that they're only players that switch teams in free agency. No re-signings or extensions or anything like that. They had to have yeah. had their contract expired or or cut and then went to a new team. So this is as of today. So we'll start with the easy one. We'll go to quarterback. So who's the most expensive quarterback free agent this year? Some of these names are automatic. This year, I mean, is it Jones? Do you want me to just tell you if you're right or wrong? Well, I don't know. Does Kendall want to guess? Uh, I mean, that would be my guess, too. Derek Carr. Hmm. How? Oh, resigning. Jones. Resigning. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I immediately forgot the first rule you gave us. <laughs> the only rule. It's actually the only rule. <laughs> All right. Let's go. So let's see. What about 2022? So last year. Um. um it's an obscure you. one. It, it it was it was the planned starter for the year, but it's an obscure signing. Oh, um, Matt Ryan? No, so close. Huh? Uh, Mariota? There you go, bingo. Wow. Do you get why that's close, Kendall? Marcus Matt? No, Falcon. Oh. Uh, ah. Yep. Right, year before that. I'll give you an NFC East. Um, Carson Wentz? Nope. Yeah, that would be my guess. Brian Fitzpatrick. <laughs> really? Yeah. 2020, this one should be easy. Oh, Brady. Mm-hmm. And then 2019. Uh. Think of a quarterback people just continue to pay. Jimmy G. No. More success than Jimmy G, but not as attractive. Huh. Uh, Kirk Cousins? No. You gotta remember, Jimmy G's at least been to a Super Bowl, so he's gotta have more success than that. Okay. So who's won a Super Bowl that just kind of keeps getting paid? Keep in mind, this was 2019. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not, it's not getting paid anymore, but he was getting paid all the way up until, like, pretty much two years ago. 
Huh. You know, I can't get the name Alex Smith out of my head, and I know it's not him. No, not him. He had one hell of a run, though. Oh, uh, Nick Foles. Yep. <laughs> Nick Foles. I feel like instead of just trying to guess all these, I should just kind of like tell you them and you can kind of get your opinions. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, running back. Care to take a guess for this year's? For this year? Uh, is it Miles Sanders? Yep. Last year? Uh... Signed with the Dolphins. Mostert? Nope. Wilson? Nope. Um, Edmonds? Yep. Not crazy. <laughs> oh. uh, the year before that was the Raiders. Was it Marshawn? No. Oh, Kenyon Drake? Yep. God. The year before, the year before that was the Broncos. Uh, Melvin Gordon. Yep, and then the year before that was the Jets. Frank Gore. No. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Frank Gore. Le'Veon Bell. Yep, Le'Veon Bell. Yep. All right, let's go to receivers this year. Jets. Who did they sign? They signed um, Lazard. Yeah. Gross. Lazard's <laughs> the highest paid wide receiver so far in free agency. Hilarious. Last year, Jaguars. Kirk. Yep. 2021. Galladay. Bingo. <laughs> uh, hmm. Was... Or no, uh, what's his name there? DeAndre Hopkins. He was traded, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, he was traded and then extended. That was just my guess, too, but I remember the traded. It's so funny. Hopkins is like, you have, there's not a lot of them, but like Hopkins is like one of those players that like will probably never actually experience free agency. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's always those players. They just never, they never actually experience free agency. Like, look at Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack hasn't experienced free agency yet. That's crazy. He played, he played three years with the Raiders, was traded to the Bears, played, what, three years with us on an extension, got traded to the Chargers, and already has already signed another extension. He'll basically be, you know, a 12-year vet by the time he gets his first free agent deal. Yeah. <laughs> Just to um, sign with the... Paul, what's the team? New Orleans. Sanders? Sanders. Amudier Sanders. <laughs> um, and then uh, Raiders for 2019. Michael Crabtree. <laughs> nope. Is it someone stupid like fucking uh, like Terrell Williams? It's not someone stupid like him. It is him. <laughs> All right, last one is the tight end. 
Wait, who who was the Raiders one? Terrell Williams. Was it really? Yeah, that's what I said. It's not someone stupid like him. It is him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, I didn't hear what you said. That's funny. Hey, you ever seen those ads for those like balls that you throw up in the air and they stick to the ceiling and you got to catch them? No. Uh, they're like this thing. Like you lay on the ground, they're like sticky little balls. You throw them up and they stick to the ceiling. And then like they fall down and you got to like you keep catching them and you just keep throwing them. And they light up different colors. <laughs> Came across those in a store today. Playing with those hardcore. <laughs> All right. Uh, tight end. Huh. This year, uh, God, Carolina. Who, who even signed a fucking tight end? The Carolina um, Pan- Panthers. Yep. Big spenders this year. Yeah, but fucking on who? Who was in the yeah, I can't tight end? think of it. Give up. The Austin Hooper? Nah. It's a funny guess though. Well, I, I just a... know like he signed somewhere. I mean No, but you're, no, you're totally right though. That's a guy that would like under the radar get like a weirdly large contract from a shit team. Where's James Graham these days? <laughs> I think he's done. Is he... I I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Hayden Hurst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jaguars last year. Uh, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. Yep. Patriots. Uh, Janu Smith. Yep. The Chicago Bears. Graham. Yep. And then the uh, New Orleans Saints. Oh, what the hell is that? Watson? Nope. Uh, is this guy also a quarterback? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Massey hates this guy. That doesn't narrow it down. He was a big Jeff Fisher guy. Um... Titan and Ram, Jeff Fisher guy. Everett? No. No, he was not Titan. This is also 2019, Kendall. Hmm. Um. I don't. I don't know. Jared Cook. Oh. I knew it was some old guy. Killer, you don't know anything about Jeff Fisher. I know he's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. You're not. With the Bears. It's true. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. It was just something that was something unique, something weird. Like it was like a weird thing I saw. Yeah, I like that. It made me look smarter than Kendall, so that was cool. I mean, that doesn't take a lot. Dude, that was I, super hard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> ju- just you know, being on the show the same time as I am. 
Kendall's the only person I know who chokes with his mouth open. <laughs> so funny. <coughs> Just breathe. <laughs> Kendall? Yes. Nothing. Oh, hey, what's this? Can I do, can I do that ranking that you, that match you did oh, for me? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sh- I just got to get my notebook real quick. Hold on. Notebook, notebook. Have you guys ever seen the, well, he's doing that. Have you guys ever seen those Instagram things called, uh, the guy's name, it's Christian Johnson Comedy. It's the, um, the black guy, he's like peeping through the blinds while someone's cooking a terrible meal. And oh, yeah, the, that guy's so fucking funny. Oh, my stomach's bubbling. <laughs> I just love every time he gets... He loves this one woman who insists on cooking party dishes in her kitchen sink. And he's like, why is she always cooking shit in the sink? <laughs> yeah, that, that so, guy makes me laugh pretty hard. What is he doing? And it always ends where he's like, he just rips ass. Ooh. Kendall, what's taking this on? <laughs> Do you go to the bathroom or something? I don't know. He did this to me before. Uh, where he's like, I'll be gone for five seconds. And then he was just and then you were just talking about WrestleMania for twenty minutes. Well, I was just here, it was just me. Yeah, so right. I said the the day. And uh oh, you gotta ask Kendall what he's drinking when he gets back. You're gonna love this. He you know, he knows me well enough that I'm sure you can tell the garbage that I'm having. See I Paul, well, if we gave you five guesses, I don't think there's any way you would ever even get close. But so, I mean, I've had this on shows before. So, Is that real? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start. With, my first guess would be the tequila martini. Nope, good guess, though. <laughs> I feel like if it's gross, it's got to be more booze than beer. But I could be wrong. Um So can I just ask, is it like a one thing? Uh, or is it, it, it's, like, it's, is it like a beer, like a gross beer type of thing or like a, a individual alcohol or is it like a, a mixture of things? It's a mixture of things, but only two things. Only two things. Sorry. Um, Go with a uh, scotch and sprite. Oh my god, <laughs> that's some shit you would do, and you know it. Oh god, if if it comes to that, it'd be like, uh-huh. oh, it's my leftover seltzer that Rebecca drank three days ago. Gin and Bloody Mary mix. Man, it's close. Is it, am I close because I have one of the things right? Yes. Yeah. Gin. I'm out of gin. Oh. So tequila on Bloody Mary mix? <laughs> so funny. Nope. And it's going to make the, the answer even funnier. You're out of gin. Uh, 
Oh, is it tequila and V8? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you got? It's uh, beer and Bloody Mary mix. Oh, the best. I forgot about that. I don't know who told you about that. The, it's called, what was it called? The Bush. Uh... Clamata? Well, the Clamata is like a thing, but there's like another one. It's like, like, like a Bush thing. I forget what it's called. Like Bush has its own version of it where it's just like Bloody Mary mix and Bush. So the, the first one I did was I took one of the really old Coors Lights um, and it just, it, it didn't serve any purpose. And I, I'm going to end up doing something different with those beers rather than drink them just because it's like, it's not even like any like really merit to it anymore. We came up with the idea, Paul, we're going to just boil a bunch of brats in it. There you go. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much the plan. I just have to, you know, get that going. And I, I moved on to uh, the less old Coronas in the Bloody Mary mix. You got a real problem with not throwing stuff out. Well, these actually came from my father. Who, who has the problem uh, worse than you do. Yeah, right? He took them from a customer. Does the customer know this? Huh. Yeah, because the customer was going to dub him out, and he said no. <laughs> he brought him over in a dirty laundry basket. Oh, man, should I text Kyle, suck it? Phillies lose? Yankees beat the Phillies 8-1. to one. <laughs> oh, Good, that means they're starting the trek back. Good game there, souls. Get this kid out of my house. Yeah. You know, Kyle did one of the funny Kyle things that he does the other day. What? Um, Paul, you were actually there for this. But um, <laughs> Kyle, a while back, said, hey, do you want to go to a Phillies game on April 23rd? Oh, yeah. And, and I wrote back and said, hey, you know, I can't. Uh, okay, fine. Then um, just, you know. This past Saturday, Kyle's like, yeah, well, we're going to the game on the 22nd. I said, what do you mean? He goes, that's the day. I said, Kyle, you asked me about the 23rd. Proceeds to tell me I'm wrong and then goes, well, we'll just buy another ticket. I was like, cool. So I'll drive to Philly with you guys and then sit by myself. (laughs) Thanks. Made him feel real bad. (laughs) Just classic Kyle. If it makes you feel any better, um, kind of a kind of a rough beginning of the game for Kyle. <laughs> Why? Uh, you know how uh, he's not going to listen to this show, right? No, of course not. So, um, my betrothed offered to watch their. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know how to, what to say. Um, so they dropped the baby off here and then I guess one of her relatives that's also going to the game was just picking them up from here so they like left their car on our street so they they, they proceeded to drop the baby off at uh, 5 o'clock and then sat in the street till 6 o'clock so Kyle didn't start making the trip to Yankee Stadium for the seven ten pitch till 6.15 <laughs> and oh uh, let me tell you something 
I made eye contact with him from four houses down when I went out on the front porch because I didn't realize they were still out there. So I had to look out the window and she was like, is that them? Like not realizing that like they were staying on our street. So I just like went out there and I saw Kyle get out of the car. We made eye contact and I was just like, this is not a happy dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. You know what? That That's unfortunate for him. Well, especially because it was his birthday gift. What? Well, don't you also kind of feel like he deserves it a little? I mean, always. <laughs> like, just a little. Yeah. That's true. You know, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I've had to wait for that guy outside of Burger King too many times to feel bad for this. Man. I'm just finishing my, my papers. There's nothing I love more than seeing these videos, or these these like tweets and stuff. Things my okay. husband will do for disc golf, but not for me. <laughs> Improve his flexibility. Wake up early. Watch instructional videos on how to improve form. Buy clothes. Spend time outside. Spend money. <laughs> <laughs> a, it is hilarious. And it's funny that you say this, but, like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I can't buy clothes anymore. I've been like, how's this going to work disc golfing, though? (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any idea how mad it makes Samantha when I get up at 6 a.m. to go disc golfing? (laughs) Until 9.30 on Wednesday. (laughs) Dude, did you guys see all those, like, videos and stuff of that girl, Angel Reese, that plays for LSU, like, silencing the girl from Iowa and stuff? Yeah, I think it's the dumbest thing in the world that people are mad about it. Oh, dude, dude, the fucking the, the one guy though on like the Dunk Instagram channel that was just like, dude, why is that? Why is that girl that looks like Sid from Ice Age telling the other girl to shut up? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, that's pretty funny. She does look like Sid. Anyway, all right, Kendall. So, can I do my ranking real quick? Yes. Okay. Um, so I provided six names here. Uh, you got to rank them uh, one through five, and you got to obviously. Blindly? What's that? Is it like one of those blind rankings? Uh, yes, yeah, so I've already picked the names for you. You just got to pick, and then you got to give a reasoning. And so there's six. You got to exclude one and give the reason why you're excluding the one. Uh, so uh, best heels in uh, WWE. Uh, Massey did this for me. Massey did it. Oh man. I don't I don't remember how he ranked it, but he didn't know some people. Um so we have here Ted DiBiase, Triple H, Macho Man, Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, and Randy Orton. Hmm. So I just have to exclude one? Yep, you just got to pick one and, uh, you know, give the reasoning for your order and the reasoning for your exclusion. Mm. That's tough. That's a good list. And, Mark, you're going to do ketchup brands. Uh, going to be Hunts and Heinz. <laughs> All right, so one one more time. I got it's Randy Savage, Ted DiBiase, Triple H, Randy Orton, um, Macho Man, Ric Flair, Roddy Piper. 
And who who came up with this list? I know it wasn't you. No, that was me. No, there's no way. I had a, I had a uh, a Riddler ranking for everybody. Yeah, Riddler. he gave us all one last week. Uh, Mock had uh, uh, superhero franchises. Kyle had R and B artists, and Massey had uh, video game franchises. <laughs> and he couldn't pick one. Refused to even try. Yep, they were all so good. <laughs> I tell you, while while Paul is thinking, a funny thing. Uh, this is just a good list. <laughs> that is that is a tough list. Well done. Massey had us do this thing when it was just the three of us on the show, where he like described um, like a, a hentai, and we had to determine if it was real. Yeah. And then, like, vice versa, he gives a title, and we had to come up with a premise. It, it, it was pretty funny. It would be something that I'd like us all to do at one point. Man, I am like, struggling. There was somebody I was surprised you didn't put on this list. I was surprised you didn't put JBL on here. Just for, like, your own personal love for the yeah. guy. Yeah. Big fan. I mean, his car had long horns on it. <laughs> yeah, from from the steakhouse, too. I kind of want to do that to my Sonata. I think that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> that would be an all-time like flex that I would be so in for. <laughs> I see a guy uh, when I'm driving to work. Almost every morning I see him. Uh, he drives a really old, beat-up um, uh, Honda Civic mm-hmm. that's missing the front bumper, and it has a like cow skull tied to the front, <laughs> where like the bumper would be. Makes me laugh almost every morning. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna remove Macho Man. Okay. Do I have to give a reason? Yes. Alright. Um I mean he, he was like such a good heel. I, I think that his just I think his personality was just so over the top that he could kinda like you could kinda make the argument that he was just as good either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus the Miss Elizabeth character kinda was like that helped the babyface role. So I would have to eliminate him. She but did it, a lot uh, of drugs. Yeah. A lot of drugs. A lot of Slim Jims. <laughs> now, are you also factoring in uh, the Macho Man version uh, from Spider-Man when he played Bonesaw? You know, I wasn't. So... I, th- I got I'd, you for three minutes. I'd like to think Peter Parker was the heel in that situation, because if he didn't do that, his uncle doesn't die. Well, it's not totally true. But it, it might be. could have. Yeah, but he definitely did die because he did it. Like, he died because, like, you know, of where he was. Yeah. But if... Yeah, I don't know. Peter Parker's the villain in that situation. 
Gonna have to disagree. Right, that was a hard list. I didn't like that. <laughs> it was too difficult. Do I still have to rank the other ones? Oh, yeah, you got to rank them. (laughs) I thought I missed something. I was like, uh. Oh, I thought I just had to get rid of one. (laughs) Oh, all right. Um, All right, so if I have to rank them, I'm going to go. Triple H, five. I'm going to go Triple H, five. Piper, four. Orton, three. DBIC uh, to Ric Flair one. All right, and a, a little little synopsis because that's the way it is. All right, I like it. No, um, I mean the whole Ted DiBiase character. That's just you can't have. I put him at two because like I I just think like the longevity gives it to Ric Flair at one. But like both of like the styles that they were like the you know the fucking high profile you know money talks type. At, like that, that can't be babyface, right? And Ric Flair just did it so good for so long, and then when it, then when he became just like the the old man and evolution, it was like so good. Yeah, he, Ric Flair just has always had that that like you know you're gonna fucking hate me but love me type mentality. Yeah. Um, and and Ted DiBiase was kind of the same way. That's who I Matt told, didn't know who that was. I told me he had to look him up. Who? Ted DiBiase. You didn't know who that was? No, no, Massey. I just heard you say you didn't know who that was. <laughs> no, no, Ma- Massey didn't know. The best uh, the best Ted DiBiase skit of all time was when he used to go to audiences and he used to bet little kids um, $100 that they couldn't dribble a basketball 10 times in a row. And then after the ninth yeah. one, <laughs> that was always the best. Um, I put Randy Orton third um, just for the legend killer gimmick. Mm-hmm alone but then also the punting like the the whole thing where he was like like you know fucking just kicking like stephen mcmahon and john cena's dad <laughs> and like like all these fucking dudes and like the the, the cody Rhodes and like ted dibiase jr st- stuff yeah, the, the evolution legacy. stuff yeah legacy like all of those are so good um and and really like too like how he he was this like heel that like they were trying to turn babyface after the evolution thing, and it wasn't really working. So he just kind of left and just like, hey, I'm just gonna get tan and tatted and come back worse. <laughs> and it was sick. Yeah, he um, had a, it was like a real short babyface run. Yeah, very very short. It was he won the title after he beat Chris Benoit for the title. Evolution dumped him, and then he was kind of just gone. And then I put. I put Piper for, uh, for the same reason as like Macho Man, where it's like like Piper was just so good, it didn't really matter heel face whatever. I mean, the heel persona is really kind of what solidified it, but he was just so good at everything he did. Um, and then I put Triple H fifth only because I feel like Triple H was always a, sh- he was a really good heel, but he was a better heel when he had someone with him. All right, like he. Like, to me, Triple H was never just like the like solo heel, kind of like how Roman Reigns is now. Like, I would never buy Roman Reigns as a heel unless he had like Paul Heyman. Right. Like Triple H had to either have Evolution, DX, uh, Stephanie, you know, somebody. You know what I mean? Like he had to I have think... to help amplify the heelness. But when he had that, it was he was the ultimate guy to hate. Like I remember being a kid, 
like being a kid from like 2002 to like 2007 and like genuinely being pissed off when Triple H won matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, I do like the parallel you have between him and Reigns. The, the only real difference is Triple H was able to kind of carry himself and just no, use right. his henchman as his henchman. Right, exactly. Know? No, no, I totally get that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah, from, I just mean it from the like, like, I probably wouldn't have bought into Triple H as much if it was just, like, him being his own heel, like, yeah. uh, like, like a fucking, uh, like, Chris Jericho or, like, CM Punk. He, oh, sorry, he was 100% better with guys around him. Yeah. Well, very good. I like your choices. All right, Kendall. We're looking for your approval. Kendall. Yes, you are. Yes. All right, your turn. Real quick, rapid fire. Miller High Life packages. 12-ounce can, 12-ounce bottle, uh, 40-ounce pony, 16-ounce can, and the 22-ounce champagne bottle. Okay. Um, uh, in 1 to 5, 12-ounce uh, bottle is number 1. Uh, it's like the the greatest amount. It's, it's like you, you could slam the, the beer. Uh, it's it's a good, you know, just relaxing sipping amount. It's, it's, it's just the, the perfect way to have that beer. Um, 2... Uh, Champagne bottle, uh, because it leans into uh, the champagne and beer thing. It's I don't remember the 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 volume of it, but it's just more 22. high life. Twenty two, mm-hmm. uh, just more more high life uh, to enjoy. Uh, three, the forty ounce uh, for just another <laughs> amplified reason. It's in the glass bottle, and even more high life to enjoy. Um, Sixteen ounce can at four uh, high life. I enjoy it, just not as much in the can. It's a beer much better out of um, the bottle. And then five, uh, I'll give it to the Pony, um, even though it's in a glass bottle. It's sort of kind of like a novelty. Um, it's something that like you kind of get on a whim or, you know, since I, we see it advertised, like, you know, you go to, to brunch and you have, like, that's like the beer paired with whatever other drink you're having so yeah what brunch do you go to i was like what the fuck are you talking about no 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 i'm talking you ever see like the the you, have, you having your uh having a mimosa this morning here's your high life pairing you ever see that they always do it i don't know if it's like the i follow like um like molson coors and like just like the corporate like beer sites on instagram and uh, they, they always like show like hey it's brunch get your high life pony <laughs> Like, okay. So so they're they're advertising? Yeah, you're seeing their Instagram say drink a high life? No, but specifically the pony. And they're always like, hey, it's brunch to have a have a pony of high life. Um, well what's baffling to me is that um I overheard Kendall this weekend saying how he thinks that Guinness Blonde is better than Miller High Life. <laughs> Not true. Well, He's got the palate of, like, you know, a special needs four-year-old, so. Yeah. You drink enough Guinness uh, Blondes, they'll start tasting like IPAs. I tell you, that will stand alone be one of the funniest things, I think, ever. Man. Because <laughs> it's just so good. absurd. 
These jingling lights. I mean, there's After no a while, they taste like IPAs. Like, there's no way to really prove it, but I'm pretty sure from ages 21 to 25, there's no way Kendall could ever outdrink Vito. That is incorrect. It's true. I remember hearing horror stories about how you'd have like three beers, Kendall, you'd be passed out down in his mom's basement. Nope. I'd have three peeing beers. In, peeing in the hairdresser sink. Well, yeah, that's actually kind of what I was alluding to. <laughs> He's like, so what about this sink? <laughs> There's no way that she didn't know that you did that, right? Yeah, I think I was oh. called on it. Oh, were you really? I'm pretty sure. That's funny. Yeah, Kendall, don't piss on my mom's sink. I always rinsed it. Also, I mean, Vito did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as I was concerned, that was just a urinal. I remember that one time uh, little Jeff shitty grew up in his basement and then just oh. left. I remember that. That was after that he got a bottle of Jameson for Secret Santa. Yeah. Threw a blanket over the puke. Left. Threw up on my hat. That was a good hat. <laughs> I tell you what, I think I think the night that we did that Secret Santa at Serafino's and then went to Plaza Azteca. Yep. I think that is by far the most intoxicated I've ever been behind the wheel of a car, and it's not even close. There's some pretty good drinking. Yeah, some real bad decisions were made. I had a few dirty martinis at Serafino's. (laughs) I met Shane for the first time, and we both drank an entire bottle of wine. Not together, our own. <laughs> we both went to the date solo. We decided to be each other's date. Got to know each other. Each drank a bottle of wine. They went to Plaza Azteca and got three top shelf margaritas. <laughs> I was uh, I was saying to Kendall, Paul, we we should plan a day where uh, we go and play like a round of, of ball golf mm. and and really get after it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm real in for that. I'm not even gonna, not even gonna swing a club. No, no, you ha- you gotta play, you gotta no. play. I want to do that. That's half the battle. I would like to recreate the James thing though about ordering sixty dollars worth of beer. Oh my and god, two. Oh, it was so ridiculous. Um, I was telling Kendall, me. My two brothers and Tyler's friend Keith, we played in a golf tournament. I think it was last year, maybe the year before. And, uh, you know, these things start at like 8 a.m. We get down there and we're all like, fuck, no one thought to like buy beer. Liquor stores aren't open yet. So we're like, God damn, this is going to suck. So I think we only had, for like the four of us, maybe six beers. So we're like, well, let's see what happens. So we kind of, you know, nurse them. And then we come to the turn, and uh, the bar's there. So we go into the bar, and James walks up to the bartender. He's like, hey, can you sell me, like, 30 beers? And the guy's like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, can you sell me, like, 30? And the guy's like, uh, hang on. So he ends up, he charges, like, 60 bucks. And and he's like, all right, just hang on. Let me go get them. So as he's, like, taking them out of their cooler and putting them into a box, 
another guy, he's like, do you guys want anything while you're waiting? <laughs> and James like, yeah, get, you know, let me get a Tito's and Sprite. <laughs> so we each had like two of those. They bring the beards out. We leave. So now you only got nine holes left. And we just, between the four of us, we murder these beers. Now, I couldn't play like the last four holes. Yeah. I le- I walked up to like tee off and I was like, I can't even get the ball on the tee. <laughs> I was like, guys, I think I'm done. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we had to drive the cart back in. It was uh, it. It was a get... long day, and then you finish the tournament, and it's like noon. <laughs> yeah, You're like oh, we still got a whole day of activities, <laughs> and then you sleep through a fantasy football draft. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> Ended up with Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon. <laughs> now here's the question: How do you get home from that? Well, the trick is uh, you don't tell your wife. <laughs> you kind of sit in the car for a little while. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Really let the heat wash over you. <laughs> you just got to really get after it. Put the lullaby channel on. <laughs> close the windows, turn up the heat, and then just keep drinking beer. It's one of those things where, you know, you, you find the nearest drive through Mm. And you, you got to get as much salt in you as you can. Yeah. And, and just kind of let it ride. I but I, I do think we would have a lot of fun if we went. and Like, we could go. There, there's the course right in Prospect. Like, Sleeping Giant would be ideal. But the course in Prospect, it's a, it's a short, like, par three course. They got the carts. I, I think it's, like, 20, 25 bucks a person with the cart. Um, and just go really put away some fucking some beer. I'm in. I think the I I, I think we should. I think it'd be a lot of fun. We got to We got to try to put that together. I took Kyle golfing once. It made me real fucking mad. <laughs> he shows up. He's like, "Well, I've never done this before. I'm nervous." I was like, "You're fucking nervous about what?" I was like, "You're at a public." Par three course, dude. Everyone here sucks. <laughs> Hit the ball. Literally, like like Tiger Woods isn't showing up, dude. And then, like on the first hole, the kid just laces a drive right to the green. He's like, "Oh, I'm kind of good at this." Like, Shut I was up! Like, you can <laughs> eat my ass. <laughs> I watched him get a golf cart stuck on a hill. It's funny. We should set it up. We'll have to work on this. Amen. Hopefully, this place will let us go out as a fivesome because otherwise, we got to figure that out. Like Kendall just caddies. Oh, that's true. More time for me to pee outside. <laughs> did you Did you guys see how there's um there's like apparently like very very brief rumblings of a uh, re division alignments in MLB? Really? No, I didn't see that. It's like very, very like minute. Like there's no like seriousness to it, but apparently there's been like leaks that it's it's, it's been a discussion because of the expanding of the playoffs and ha- now starting this year how they're reducing division games down from set uh, nineteen to twelve a season. 
so that everybody plays everybody so you get more you know you know fucking braves versus like angels matchups and stuff like that you know big big stages for big players on small market teams Mm -hmm. um they're talking about like should like if they're gonna do that like should they just realign things and make like a different playoff format you know where it's or something like that or whatever and so people have started pro like uh putting up like potential like divisions or like dividing it east west like you know they do like they do in hockey and basketball or whatever and this one person posted was like what if we just made an, a, a straight up just east division and it was boston both new york teams and philadelphia and someone comments it was like this would be the most fucking frustrating thing to watch i never <laughs> want these four teams in a division <laughs> He's like, I because I would never root for an O in one sixty two so hard in my life. <laughs> and the guy's like, what team? He goes, all of them. <laughs> I tell you what, that would be a very insufferable like fucking like imagine that like as a division like race like just just fucking like eighteen straight games of just like Red Sox, Yankees, Phillies, Yankees, Mets, Red Sox. <laughs> Gross. I haven't checked. Did Kyle answer? No. Yukon's oh, up at the half. What'd you say? Yukon's up at the half. Oh, are they? Nice. You um, know, I oh. learned today at work that um so like on the like the DraftKings or whatever, you can bet on college basketball. But mm-hmm. one of the rules they like made in Connecticut is like within Connecticut you can't bet on home schools. Like state schools. So, like, if you live in Connecticut, or not even if you live here, if you are in Connecticut, you can't bet on UConn. Really? That's weird. Yeah. So, I I, I was trying to look it up, and I couldn't find anything quick enough. The only thing I could think of is that, like, because the, I mean, UConn itself is such a big school. Like, it must be that there's just too many people, like, connected to it in one way or another. Yeah, that makes sense. So it could just be like too much like inside information and stuff. I've been a big fan of Disc Dynasty. What is that? Uh, disc golf betting. Oh, really? Yeah, you basically create like like teams for like like tournaments. You like draft. Cool. You do like the thing where it's like, hey, here's sixty bucks. Go draft the starting five in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but you draft disc golfers, and you have to draft. You have to draft like two FBO and two MPO, and you get things based off of like circle hits, birdie percentages, scramble rates, things like that. Well, that's cool. It's like you can go get fucking Calvin Heimberg if you want, but then you're going to be stuck with someone who's probably going to finish tied for sixty fourth. <laughs> um, I'm a lot of fun with that. Do you guys see the thing that like they're trying to figure out how to do sports betting for the WWE? Yeah, they, they they want to do it, but it's like, how do you do it? Like, how do you keep it so it's not rigged? Or you like, know, results don't get out. The only way I could really see it working, like, I don't think you could ever have it where you're betting on the outcome of matches. Mm-hmm. But I could see it where if it's like almost like prop bets. Well, if it's like you know, like um, like say like the Reigns and Cody Rhodes, like who attempts the first pin? What's the um, over measures performed? Yeah, like. Shit like that. Um, like prop bets. I think that's the only way you can make it work. Yeah. And, and it has to be like so securely regulated. But I don't think, I don't see how there's ever a way you could be like, hey, we're betting on the outcomes of the matches. I don't know. I, that to me, I think would get a little, 
you know, kind of. Yeah. Well, they're advertising during WrestleMania. The commercial with Baron Corbin and um, The Miz, it was, it was exactly what you were talking about. Like, who who will, you know, like, what, what gets broken first, the the, the stairs or, or the, the announce table, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I remember for a while, there used to be, like, a, a fantasy WWE, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, let's say that you would draft your team, and, and then it would run, like, from Raw, SmackDown, and then at the time, um, like, Sunday Night Heat or Saturday Night Heat, whatever it was. Um, but I remember it would be like, you know, oh, these guys, if your guy wins a match, you get two points. If, if the weapon is used, you get a point. Like, stuff like that. And then it was scored, like, fantasy anything. Mm-hmm. But it, it was very short-lived. Yeah. Well, I want to give my toast of excellence. Yeah, go right in. Uh, one, they're both baseball-related. One is to Liam Hendricks, um, the White Sox closer who's battling non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, he put a video. Today was the White Sox home opener. They got spanked. Um, but he put a video up that today was his, uh, like, their, their, like while they were doing their home opener, he was receiving his last treatment of chemo. Nice. So that he um um and that he was not, he said that he was not get, going to allow the White Sox to put him on the sixty day IL. So he'll be back like in within a month. He's hoping, which I don't know how you can be back in a month from fucking chemo, but whatever. And then uh, the other one is just the baseball being back because it's my favorite time of the year where you can see headlines such as, uh. Mike Trout goes three for four with seven RBIs and Otani, and combined with Otani's thirteen strikeouts in Angels, you know, weekend opener, lose four to three to Tigers. <laughs> and that's my favorite thing about the Angels baseball, right there. <laughs> Just like Mike Trout hits six home runs and the Angels lose twenty-seven to five. <laughs> now there's two guys we need to get out of that fucking state. <laughs> All right, I guess that's it, right? Yes. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, just Kendall, your review uh, and, and mock if you had a beer. I, I didn't have anything because I was running behind. Man. Hey, just a question. Have you guys ever seen these videos of like the the uh, industrial uh, like shredders? Yes. Yeah. I love these. <laughs> I want one. I I just watched one now. Like they just destroyed like a car battery. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Yeah, I would love to have one of those just for an hour to clean out my house. I watched one they threw like a car in it. Oh. There's one so there's a video out there somewhere on YouTube where someone made one like standing up and they they drove a car into it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It had a car just crash head on into <laughs> it. Shredded. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, how was your beer, your, uh, uh, beery thing? As a fan of Bloody Marys in general, I after I started doing this, I, I really enjoy it. Um, unfortunately, I've never really taken the time to find like a really good pairing. It's usually just, oh, I got to finish these old beers, so let's do this. So, and I have some $2 V8. Yeah, so I, I, gotta, I should take the time and actually try to see if I find a fresh beer that I like paired with it. Um, I think anyone who likes Bloody Marys or 
Clamatos, Michelades, whatever these are. Uh, go for it. It's, it's good. The heartburn's a little crazy after a while, but you don't have to drink a whole well, it's bottle. Probably expired fucking everything. No, no, no. no. The, the the mix is fine. Max Chivabev. I had a second Guinness. Nice. And they're yeah. always awesome. They're always so good. Um, I get yeah, so where can they find us? Find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk, Twitter and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's drinking expired beer and Clamato juice or traveling two hours to watch your team lose to the Yankees. <laughs> Hilarious. Like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Oh. Um, yeah, so I guess next week, uh, that'll be the end of it, right? The the brackets. We'll do another bracket to finish out March. Yeah. Oh, no, it's April, so we don't have to. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, you can still do it if you want. Kendall, you, oh, actually, we might not have a show next week. TBD. Oh, wait, no. Easter's on Sunday. Never mind. I'm like, when's Easter? <laughs> eh. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But until then, I'm your host, Let's Go Kick the Red Light. I'm Mark. Gene Marshall. New. And the Red of Red Baron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>